tune into our next episode as we discuss momentum and its relation to how we experience God. You will not want to miss out. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is John Drabert. And my name is Brayden Poich. We are the two hosts of the Bible Story Podcast and one whole of the ridiculousness here at Covenant Bay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We cannot take all the credit for the ridiculousness. That, there's, that's a lot of credit. To there's a lot. And maybe that's true. Maybe not. Maybe we can take all of it. Uh, probably not. Perhaps we're the instigators. Then? Yeah. Oh, instigators for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so jumping into our story, uh, to catch us up, we're reading through Nehemiah. He's currently in Jerusalem. This is after a lot of years, like 100, maybe, many decades yes. of the Israelite people being exiled. And they're slowly kind of returning. Nehemiah, they're returning to Jerusalem. Nehemiah, his like master plan is to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem that are like kind of sitting in rubble right now. And he's hoping all the while to reunite the people under God. No small task. It seems, I just got to say, it seems like a pretty lofty goal when we re recap it like that. Uh, yeah, it's a huge goal. Uh, okay. So, but the thing is, Nehemiah, is, he's actually doing pretty well. Right. Uh, I mean, at least at first in, in our first chapter, there was like a lot of people that kind of came together and they were like, rah, rah, um, in rebuilding the wall. Mm. And not, and even the best of intentions or movements, it, it's going to kind of ebb and flow. It'll lose steam from time to time. Right. So it, it started off really well and is lots is of momentum, certainly not doing mm. as well. And it doesn't happen all at once, does it? No. Uh, I mean, this, no, this idea of momentum as, you know, that we mentioned in the preview, it kind of, you know, ebbs and flows and, and comes and, and goes. Yeah, it really does. You know, on top of being tired, the people, yeah. um, the group working on the wall had strong opposition from the current inhabitants of Jerusalem. Remember, people were exiled to all sorts of different countries and cities, and some were exiled to Jerusalem. Right. And they were mocking their efforts in rebuilding the wall. And, I mean, it just wasn't cool. Yeah. I think it calls them foolish or something in the Bible. Like, well, it, like, seems, it seems like such a ridiculous goal Yeah, that they do maybe look like fools because it's such a huge, huge task. Yeah, I will say, like this wall, when we think about it, it's not like a house wall. It's like a no. fortress wall. Yeah, like think of a, a, a wall around a city for security yeah. in like the old like days. Like a castle wall. Yeah, yeah, only maybe even somewhat like wider. Large rocks mm -hmm. stacked on top of each other. It would have been a lot of work. <laughs> it would have been a lot of I'm work. I'm sweating just thinking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they were really being made fun of. The Jews who had been building the wall kind of this whole time started to grow in paranoia and fear that the mockery would actually turn into like violence and, and that they would be attacked while working. Yeah, they were getting abused. And when you think of it, they were tired. They were sore, um, probably were hungry. Yeah. 
it would be a terrible scenario to be caught in if you were to be attacked. And, right. And and really hard to get your work done. Yeah. When you're constantly looking over your shoulder. Right. So, uh, and I agree. It actually says like the reason I think that they were hungry um, is it says they had they had rationed food for many years because of a drought. I think. Oh wow. And so like all of these people, an influx of people coming into the same area would have been tough to probably feed them all. Yeah. So absolutely. So then it's like hot. They're sweaty. They're sore. They've lifted lots of things. And then if someone was to attack you, like, game over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after a long day of lifting really big, heavy rocks and working, it's like... We do that all the time. No, we don't. <laughs> but we do work hard. We do. And after a day of hard work, not like... Not as hard as they're working, Not probably, laborious. But, I mean, that it's hard to have motivation, I would think. Totally. Uh, and I, Nehemiah sensed this and he, he listened to his people. So uh, he tried to ease their worries, um, and kind of hatched a plan. And he said he'd allow half the men each rotation, half the men would stand guard and half the men would continue building. Mm. Um, but this then kind of like further put a halt to the momentum of the wall being built built right so it's this this would have protected them and and they would have there was a few people standing guard with uh like horns or trumpets or something that could then like yeah blow the horns and inform everyone yeah of of an impending attack but now you only have half your workforce yeah definitely not a perfect sense uh perfect system pardon me but it didn't, and it didn't solve the issue of the wall taking a long time and no. the and the momentum kind of waning. But it was safer, right? Could you could you imagine, John, if like for us to get our jobs done, if I had to stand over you like with a sword, <laughs> like at I your door? First of all, I, like, I wouldn't trust you not to cut yourself. What? I'm good with sharp objects or bad with sharp objects. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like like one. That's high pressure. Yes. Right. If you were like, if I'm like, hey, you got to be, you're, so they're building a wall in a place that obviously some people don't want the wall to be rebuilt. Yeah. Right. And so that's like tense. Kind of feels like maybe, I don't know if occupate, like an occupation of this town is like the right term, but there's like two people, two people groups inhabiting this town and wanting very different things. And so the tensions would have been high. And, and not only that, but like, there were people coming in from neighboring towns, likely. Yes. As well. Yeah. Um, saying, hey, we don't want this happening. Right. I Okay. So um, the other thing I think it mentioned in scripture is actually it says they never like disrobed. It said they never took their clothes off, which I think is to actually just emphasize they always had their weapon on them. Oh. They always had was their like, sword. Who's going to work without any clothes on? That's super weird. <laughs> It'd be weird. But it was like... I think even even as they were like bathing or um, getting ready for the day or sleeping, they would have kept those weapons on them because they were, they were in that much fear. Always on guard. Yeah, exactly. That's a pretty toxic workplace environment. <laughs> I do have a sword on me right now, but I won't mention why. <laughs> all uh, right. No, so it, all that to say, if we're to do simple math, right, you take half, you take half of your working force out of this whole project and then um you look at the timeline you would have just doubled your timeline right yeah, it'd take way longer <laughs> it'd take- they were losing momentum yes 
relatively fast. They were. Tough. It's a tough scenario. Yeah. I think I think I've well, I, I shouldn't say think. I fully have enjoyed uh this book thus far and all of the themes that kind of uh are, we're pulling out. There are some chapters that seem to have very direct lessons. Right. But this chapters or books in the Bible. That's right. But this book as a whole seems to be teaching some really broad ideas. Uh, after reading in, in 1 Samuel, this, I got to say, this is a really different read. Yeah. And comes at it like, it's being written by a project manager in, in many ways, which is like, very yeah. like, these are the facts. This was what happened. <laughs> totally. It's, yeah. uh, there's, well, there's no miracles or like stuff like that. There's no prophets as of yet that we have. I don't know if we will run into, but like, it's very factual, very yes. historical in its writing. Which I appreciate at some level. I do. I do too. It's kind yeah. of, there's a simplicity to it, which is nice, or at least a, a, a human understanding that's easy to sit on. It's kind of like if our, if our build, uh, facilities director, Keith, yeah. wrote a book of the Bible. It was just like, here's the facts. This is the background. Yep. This, he literally would have would have written chapter three in terms of like, this is who showed up. This is what they did. Exactly. This is who showed up next. This is what they did. <laughs> we uh, love Keith. <laughs> we do. Uh, okay. So I actually, John, I, I have to agree with you. I've enjoyed it for very much the same reason. There's a lot of broad themes. Um, so what would you pick out then as something to take from this chapter? Well, I've liked the idea of momentum and, and that momentum coming and going uh, increasing, decreasing, especially for you and me who work in uh, summer at summer camp, in, right? Specifically in ministry, um, even those who just understand the great commission of sharing their faith with others as a critical part of life, they they get this, right? There will always be a sense of momentum or lack of a momentum in our relationship with God, right? I think it's. It's that idea of like, as momentum's building and really good things are happening, we feel closer or more maybe inspired by God. Maybe it feels mm. like we're more on God's path right. at that time. Um, so I, I agree, right? And momentum is, again, that, that good things are happening one after another. And mm -hmm. um, when we apply that to our relationship with God, it, it can often feel like the more momentum we have, the better that relationship is. Yeah. I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying that's often how it can feel. Yeah. So the building of the wall or the start <clears throat> of something new. Right. A relationship with God, perhaps, or after an amazing week of camp, there's a sense of having some momentum. Right. So you might be a camper who had actually has just gotten home over the weekend. Like you, I mean, hopefully have had an amazing week at camp and maybe you're feeling that sense of momentum. Like you're, you're on top of the world. You're super stoked. You've learned lots in your relationship with God and, and you're like ready to go. Yeah. And, I, and we hope you are. Right. That's, hope, that's exactly where we hope you are. But, but John, I got to ask, like, what do we do with that? How do we, you know, you're older than I. Hmm. Yes, I am. And, and more, but like, how do we make that feeling last? I want that feeling to last. I want that momentum to just well, keep going. Well, it's been my experience that it doesn't. And I don't think we can force hmm. that feeling of being on top of the world to last. I, I, right. In fact, I, I, I kind of wonder now that I'm, you know, in my 40s and looking back at my life, I kind of wonder that 
if it's supposed to. I'm mm-hmm. not sure it's meant to last. Um, there's some really important things that we need to learn in the in the less than exciting times of life, where yeah. it's hard or even boring. Momentum is even in the best of times, it will always slow down at right. some point. Okay. That's a, that's a somber thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but so then what do we do with, with that part of it, right? Like how do we, how do we deal with this, the slowing down or the, the, the project that looks like it's going to take five more years to finish or a relationship with someone that's broken and we think, can we rebuild that? Like, like maybe the first few steps went really well and it's like, am I in this for 10 years? Like, like how do we... Right. What do we do? Or, or in a relationship with God, when we it feels dry. Right. Like I've read, I've read three chapters of the Bible. It's taken six months, and I'm just like actually Ugh. not getting much from it. You know, I think, I think for me, yeah. And and I've heard you talk in 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 this context too, to a certain, uh, maybe using different language, but God is constant. Mm. Right. We know that God is constant. He's, he is in the fast times of life. He is in the slow, the boring, the wild. He's in every aspect of life and every season of life. So mm. um, this isn't a matter of, hey, I'm doing great because I have momentum today. Right. Uh, it's, this is actually about God. Mm. And God is in every single season. I really, I really like that. God is constant. It doesn't... God's presence with us our our relationship to him is not contingent on the momentum that we feel or or even mm-hmm. the excitement that we feel maybe towards that relationship yeah. and it, and to be honest it isn't god who changes or slows down right right it's our understanding that shifts our perspective that changes right and if we remember that god is constant it will remind us that we're able to lean no matter lean on him and learn from him no matter the speed or growth we feel in any given season. Yeah. That's that's insightful. I want to be as smart as John Draper when I grow up. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Okay. Uh moving on. <laughs> growth tip time. Growth tip time. All right. Last week we asked you to make a blueprint of your growth or for your growth more uh dream of something any uh idea or direction that you would like to take in your growth in your relationship with god so this week we're gonna build on that idea (sighs) building it's a theme it is a theme (laughs) i think it's a theme through all of nehemiah for some reason yeah that's true all right so we're gonna build on that by saying share that plan with somebody or share that dream with somebody. This can be for accountability or simply for encouragement. That's right. If your friends know these goals, you're they're gonna be able to help you get there. Just like the building of all. It takes a lot of people to accomplish this growth. Somebody to have your back and with a sword like Braden <laughs> for me at work. Yeah, exactly. So share your goals, share your <laughs> dreams, get excited about those things. Hey guys, thank you all for tuning in. Braden, thanks for being here. All of you are the best. Ah, shucks. All right, remember that there is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Hey guys, take care of each other and stay tuned for the upcoming discussion episode. 